0: I went to class it was just so I mean I went but like I just I wasn't there like I don't know I think it was just like I was so excited you were really doing so much I was just doing the most and like partying and going to clubs and hanging out with people was just like so much fun <laughs> and like I had been in yeah so like my freshman year man my GPA was like a 1.5
1: Yeah. I have no idea. This is a cold open right now, though. (laughs) Unless we cut it out, which we probably will.
2: (laughs) Alright. Cold (laughs) open and opening. I'm cold.
1: I mean, it's snowing out.
2: Yeah. Welcome to I'm Trying, guys. The show where dreams go to die. (laughs) Uh, I'm Janelle Dennis
1: <laughs> and I'm Jacob and I'm not as cold as she is. Thank you're you not for cold. Joi- I'm a polar bear. Thank you for joining us for episode number three. We are so glad you're here. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a giant blubberous You're ogre. built for the
2: winter. You're like I'm, a Ford truck of a dude. Minus...
1: <laughs> Ford truck. Minus the... You no, know, with the gas. Uh, minus the
2: bumper stickers. <laughs> minus
1: the bumper stickers. You have stickers.
2: no tattoos. I know that you're not built for the cold though emotionally, because today, upon coming to the studio, we went separately. Um, I mean, like we have a great rapport. We, I think we're pretty good friends, but <laughs> quickly you're realizing that there's things about me that um, are very particular. That's okay. And one of them was, you uh, text me, we live, mm-hmm. again, we live right ne- next yeah. to each other. Literally two apartments mm-hmm. on our floor, mm-hmm. right across a real friend Seinfeld situation. Yeah. So it would make sense to the average person to, you know, leave together, take the subway together. Mm-hmm. So Jacob texts me and says, "You know what? Yeah, we got to hit get, get to the studio. I'm leaving in 30 minutes." So I go, "Great. Uh, I'll meet you there." Go without me. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't, you know, I was still getting ready to. It wasn't a thing that I wasn't going to be like he would have to wait for me too long. I I but I just felt I had to be honest. And I said, "I just don't want to take I just don't want to commute with you. I don't want to take the subway. That's fine. I don't want to take the subway with anybody I, I don't know blame in the you. morning.
1: I don't blame Especially in the morning. I get it. Yeah. It's I'm kind of like your my, solace time, your quiet time. Yeah.
2: I'm still meditate. I have meditation tracks on mm-hmm. my on my phone. Shout out to Jess Shepard at Rising Higher Meditation. <laughs> I don't know her. There's no affiliation. We'll get her on I'm, the show. I am ho- I desperately, desperately want her to know her. She's been helping me so much. I want to be your friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have the meditation, I am reading. Mm. I don't want to see anybody for the the first. Ideally, I would love not to see anybody for the first three hours of my day. Yeah. You have to warm up. Like, my personality takes a long time to warm up.
1: (laughs) What you're hearing right now is, like, she just booted up. Like, this is... It's only been a couple hours, I assume. Yeah, Yeah. my
2: personality is like a MacBook Pro that came out in 2012.
1: I feel personally With the CD drive. Remember... Hey, guys, remember the last intro from (laughs) the last podcast? That's what my computer is.
2: Yeah, and that's what my computer is. So we're both screwed.
1: We're dead. Um, Here, I'll make a deal with you on the podcast. Ready? Okay, now the, I feel forced into deal. this deal. <laughs> you can say no. Okay. Here's the deal. In this, In the scenario where we end up on the same train, <laughs> I won't talk to you. I'll give you your space. I won't even sit next to you. We can sit on the opposite end of the car. We can sit in different cars. Literally, (laughs) doesn't matter. I was going to bring my headphones regardless and listen to a podcast. So, like, I, I, and I totally get where you're coming from with that, especially when, when I go to work at like, you know, seven in the morning, some, some mornings, like, I'm not, I'm not in the mood to talk. I don't want to talk to anybody, not, not my best friend, not my dad, not my mom, not my, like, no one, not a single person. Yeah. So, I get it. Uh, but that's just my, my open deal to you. If you happen to see me on the subway car and if I see you and it's before noon, I will keep back. You can even, you can, if I, if I start walking towards you and you can just put up a finger and be like, eh, and I'll be like, guy, I'll walk the other direction. I'm, I'm attentive to these things. I'm
2: going back through my memory because we have bumped into the subway. It's but it's a subway twice. twice.
1: You're twice. Both were in the evening, though. Those were nighttime things. Yeah. yeah.
2: And every time... And so, okay, this now I'm unraveling. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, It's you. not just a morning thing. It's I don't... Mm-hmm. I don't like taking this away. Like, mm-hmm. the the one time when me, you, and Wolf went to the open mic yeah. that we talked about last episode. We did go on the train That together. was actually very fun because we had... It kind of had to be like a podcast. We had a topic that we were talking to, uh, yeah. talking about.
1: We're getting ready for the show. We we're, we're getting, ge- yeah. yeah, we're
2: gearing up for the show, warming up, like actively warming up. That mm-hmm. was different. But when I see someone, I'm caught off guard and I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. this is going to be a thing. And now I have to be on, which on the subway, I'm it. off.
1: I get it. I get it. I get it. And my I my because I think I approached you in both those situations.
2: Very introverted. Um, I mean I, extroverted too, but, no, but in but, but, certain but I situations. Get
1: I totally get it. Like I have I, I have the same thing in my head where like I see someone and my I have that gut reaction. I have that instinct that says, like, okay, time to be a performer and time to go over and be you know be talkative and conversational and try to make their day. Yeah. Where the truth is like they probably don't need that. <laughs> it's probably okay. They're probably going going about their own day. They don't need me to jump in.
2: I d- I disagree with you on that. I think people mm. do need that.
1: <laughs> Depending on what your personality. If you on can personal. just jump
2: in there, But for me I need like if I were Michael Jackson, like I'd have my box with my socks and my gloves and my little hat and my little uh, Pants, like I have to put on my uh-huh. my I'm talking to people outfit mm-hmm. which normally that's what I do during the day and my job I've always been in the hr related field mm-hmm. recruiting and it's all about that yeah but you gotta warm up man
1: you gotta I get it yeah I totally get it I'll give you your space on the train, yo. Yeah. You, you got it.
2: But you, it did help. You were warming up by text, but also that something else I need to warm up. Mm-hmm. Because in the morning, also, I'm not a good texter. I'm sending no, out, No, it's fine. Like,
1: I'm, I, I'm also aware of my texting etiquette. Like, I, I I have the kind of texting process where I try to make sure... Process. Like, this is going to keep happening. <laughs> I, like, like for example, this morning, like, I, when I texted you, I texted you, like, um... Uh, like I was leaving or whatever uh, to head to the head to the place, and you said and I said great, don't want
2: to see you. Yep. See you there.
1: Um okay. But you still, but you still said you still let us know our guest is on the way, and uh, you still let me know when you were getting close.
2: I'm and such an AI bot. <laughs> uh, no, but I get
1: but, no, but I appreciate that because it would drive me a person honestly. It would drive me a little bit a little bit nuts if I was like not sure where you were in regards to, yeah. like, oh, we, we need to start in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, that would be, for me, like, I, I'm a very... But, I think it's yeah. good
2: etiquette, e- e- even if you're not going to be late, even if you're yeah. going to be early, because we're going to the same place. yes And I knew that by the time you were leaving, that you were going to be mm-hmm. here at least like, half, at least half minutes, an hour. Early. Not half an hour, 10, oh, really? minutes. Oh, really? It was a
1: little bit, and then I was sitting outside. And you would have to wait outside That's true you don't have the access to the studio. I don't have I the have access.
2: I'm a VIP. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> yes you are
2: yeah and i and so you text me mm-hmm. snow yeah one word all capital all letters and the ai uh bought in me <laughs> really resonated with that short concise text message that gave me everything i needed to know mm-hmm. especially because there's a huge snowstorming in my hometown toronto mm-hmm. canada right and now. in my
1: college town everyone i know in college is like snowed in
2: Ohio. wow. polar vortex. Yeah. Polar vortex. And I, so I'm like, Oh man, we're getting it. I'm going to walk out. It's going to be so much snow. It's going to be a blizzard. Nothing. Walk out. There's like one little flake that mm-hmm. melted before it even hit the atmosphere of your skin.
1: The atmosphere of your skin. Yeah. The, like, the magnetic field of your body. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I'm just like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, how dare you call this snow?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. So
2: offended before I even going in to record this. You like. gotta,
1: but you got to realize, we've been told we were going to get snow for weeks. It kept getting pushed back. And the fact that we're like, oh, it exists. Like, it's here. It finally made it, even if it's only a little bit. I mean, I don't really... It's not the most exciting thing in the world to me, but, yeah. like, I couldn't think of what else to say. The
2: weather outside was not frightful, and I didn't...
1: And the fire, it wasn't delightful. <laughs> I have plenty of places to go.
2: Yeah, and... <laughs>
1: well, this joke's dead. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: we, made, we, we pulled the rep card on it so fast. Abort,
1: abort! Yeah. Uh, I'll, uh, <laughs> anyways...
2: Anyways, back to the person who actually matters, the one with just as many consonants in their name, our guest yes. for this episode, Vanetta Schofield. Vanetta
1: Schofield came in and she was a delight and she's a powerhouse.
2: Oh, she's a she- like the buddy. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> it was, we, we, this was like our first morning session, right? This was our first time doing it in one of these conversations in the morning.
2: Yeah. And she was ready to rip. She
1: came in with Brussels sprouts. Yeah. That- which is, I mean, the bold move. I wouldn't do that. Bold move for sure, <laughs> uh, but she's incredibly funny and runs a very cool business. Uh, In LLC, she does. LLC, yeah. And she's and she's running awesome shows and cool fundraisers. And uh, I hope you enjoy our conversation with her as much as we did. how to drink almond milk. <laughs> work,
2: like, almond messy. milk, almond
1: it. milk is so expensive, but I like it. I'll admit it. I like the I vanilla, like but I don't
0: like the unsweetened. Oh. Like, I can't do yeah. the unsweetened. I, I will do the vanilla, and that's amazing. And I do feel a little less guilt because it's 80 calories, you know, as opposed to whatever. Another,
2: another one-up for almond milk is that it lasts a lot longer. Yes. Because yes. a lot of times I'll have my milk, and then I smell it, and it's bad. And I'll, I'm like, is it that bad? Though? I just, <laughs> I'm like, is it that bad? For real. <laughs> it's just a tiny bit sour. It's just a little bit extra flavor. See, milk only lasts <laughs> like
0: that for me, yo. Milk does not last that long. Oh. I will drink a gallon of milk in, like, two days. Whoa. If I get a half gallon of milk, and especially, I don't know what it is, but after a night of drinking, I crave milk.
2: Oh, thank you. You like milk too after drinking? I love, love milk, drinking? but all my friends say, like, oh, milk is a serial killer drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe They're not we, wrong. Well, maybe um, we some
2: murderers, but
0: <laughs> Maybe we just
1: be. Yeah, no, I oh love, love it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I got older and I could not. I can't. I can't hold my milk. I can't do it. And, <laughs> it, it does not sit well with me. I, can't, I mean, i all eat like. Most people are lactose products. intolerant, though. It's yeah. true. And I did. number twenty three and me. I found out that I probably was. <laughs> I've just been ignoring it for my entire life. Mm-hmm. But, and I can do like dairy stuff. It's just like straight milk does not. Like my stomach instantly is like. Really, man? You're going to pretend you're five years old? What are you like? Yeah, Yeah.
0: a world without cheese. It's a world I'd rather not be a part of.
2: Wow, that's a whole mood.
1: Yep. I support that sentiment entirely. I love cheese. (laughs) That's my...
0: Yeah. (laughs) I love cheese more than I love, like, dating someone. Like, it feels like it's <laughs> Like, I mean, yeah, seeing you is cool, but, like, when I see that cheese, like, and it's yeah. just, like, seeping out, and it's just, like, going Oh, it's amazing. I get everything like your cheese. Yeah,
2: so all I guess burgers. you're not <laughs> vegan. No, <Hell, laughs> that ain't never happening. That,
1: it can. I'm trying a keto,
2: maybe. Oh,
0: no. I'm, I'm thinking about it, which is why I'm, like, all I'm doing right now is, like, like, pretty much no fat or sugar okay. and eating stuff that i like you know like i like brussels sprouts so like i'll eat that like it's already
2: boiled eggs like
0: you know cauliflower I did have a...
2: rice is the new wave too yes and that's it tastes I good
0: I saw that one of my coworkers does it and she'll make like a hash and everything with it oh, she like wow. makes like puts. she has a cool ass recipe she sent me where it's like um you put them in like little muffin things right and like you you know bake them put the egg on top little cheese uh, and it's like a little cauliflower hash because good. it gets crispy cauliflower hash yeah. yes there's good. a lot of things that um and I've looked up some keto recipes I'm like I could do this you know I'm not yeah. a big sugary person either and, like, mm. I drink all my liquor straight already. So, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway there. I'm from North Carolina. And um, it's funny that we were talking about diet stuff because, literally, like, I think anything I'm doing now is a big thing because, you know, I was over 200 pounds, like, in high school and stuff. Really? Like, I, I, my biggest weight was 220. Um, Yeah. So, I... So, the 10-year challenge for you, you must... Do- like, I was shining. <laughs> <laughs> I was shy. I was like, I don't know what challenge the name of this is, but I will take any opportunity to glow up. You know, because <laughs> it was very hard for me, um, being bigger. And I've always had a big personality. My has always been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always had like I wanted to be friends with like all the pretty girls. Like I wouldn't like I was very vain, even though I was like. <laughs> I'm only rolling with pretty bitches. Like so, I was always um that girl, you know. The I was always the outspoken, big girlfriend that everyone had. Um, and I'm still that outspoken girl, but now it's just so different for me, being like hot.
2: Like
0: it's like oh, it was a it was a big adjustment for me. I'm being yeah. honest, like because I still, you know, yeah. I feel like a lot of women can be catty, you know, and like I felt like I wasn't a threat when I was bigger, you know, and everybody was like nicer to me. Oh,
2: yeah. interesting. And so
0: now I'm trying. I still have the same personality, and I'm very friendly but women you know i don't they see me and they see that i'm attractive so they're like oh whatever and i'm like wait hey you know like I'm, but when i was fat this worked like you would speak to me <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's awkward um and very you cultivated awkward.
2: your personality yeah obviously.
0: yeah um it was a meme and i saw. I was like "Get yeah, you a girl that used to be big because she got a personality because she cool as hell you know but she knows how to carry us, so she knows what it was like and mm-hmm. i do feel like i do have a, a different perspective with a lot of things i don't know i've been like I've been a big girl. I'm now this. I've been like, I worked for other people. I've like, I'm a waitress and bartender, but I've also had my own business and stuff before. So like, I've had a variety of, um, I guess, perspectives, you know, being on one side of it. I think, you know, they have this, people say, I think everyone should try this job or everyone should do this job. So just, they understand and they can experience it. I think a lot of my experiences, I've just been... I've had those variety where I've sat on both sides of the spectrum and Mm. seen both sides. And I really like that. Um, I think it it helps level you out. You know, I I think it helps center you. You know, I I don't want to be like, I don't think I'm better than anyone else just because I wear a certain hat or I have a certain
2: position. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you can get up on stage and have people... You know, just listening, hanging on to your every word and then afterwards coming off and saying, oh, I love you so much. Where can I follow you? I love you. And then walk behind the bar and be like, OK, so what do you want? Right, yeah. right. I can easily do that. <laughs> you know, it it is an adjustment. I will tell you
0: now because like, you know, I'm getting funnier and like things are happening for me and I'm excited about like that. But it's been a rough time. But now that I'm getting funny and I go into work and then they be like, hey, get this. B-. I'm like, oh, oh, oh excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> because I, no matter if I'm on stage or if I'm not, like I still want to treat everyone with respect. Yeah. You know? But it's just really funny when you see how people treat you where you're sitting. You know, mm-hmm. like it, the, you will get a certain level of treatment just by who they think you are, how they think they should speak to you. Um, and it just it's funny, it's crazy. And then I live in Harlem. So <laughs> those sides of it. A little bit
1: of contrast.
0: Much. <laughs> a little bit much, but I like that's what I'm saying. I I I experienced world in so many different uh, viewpoints. And when I first got this job, like I was living in like Soundview, like Bronx, like deep in the Bronx. Okay. Oh. Like I had to get on the, I had to get a bus to get to the train and just okay. like it was yeah, it was intense. I had um, I lost my apartment, and I was like sleeping on a friend's couch, trying to get my shit together. So I had to work doubles um at this place just to get you know back on my yeah. feet. Um, but the commute in itself was like an hour and a half to get to this job from where I was staying. Wow. Yeah, and I had to be there at like nine, so I had to get up at like six thirty, get the bus at like seven, just to be on time. And
1: and wow. then I'm
0: riding, and like you know, it's just like total different. Like, it, I, I think it, even in the city, they don't even put billboards, billboards up in, like, some of these subway stations. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can it's tell. Nice. Once you get past 149th Grand Concourse, that's when you see the city actually gives a crap about, like, taking care of the MTA and the subway. Yeah. But, like, there's so—the maintenance and everything. And then I go across the street to the from the Javits, and I work with, like, all these, like, media companies and all these—so— Totally different. Wow. Um, and I had to work out of that for like a few months and I had to work like 50, 60 hours shit a week. Um, and I wasn't doing comedy or anything. And that was like maybe a year and a half ago. So, like, I've been in New York and I've been homeless. Wow, like your twice. trajectory has been. <laughs> so, wait,
1: how really long have you been nice. here now? I've been
0: in New York four years.
1: Four years. You've been homeless twice in four years.
0: Twice in four years. I moved here. To start a business, it was a branch of a different company I was working with. Mm-hmm. I was with this company about four years. I was doing sales, I was merchandising, I was a top merchandiser with this company. We sold perfume, we sold fake
1: perfume. By so the way. it wasn't Avon, is what you're saying? It wasn't. Oh, okay. Avon
0: actually owned um, the distribution center. Oh. Yeah, wow. it was like Avon, but it wasn't. It was like we just had renditions of fragrances. <laughs> who like smells like this but it really, you know like that kind of thing
2: and we had remember, to like pitch it remember Glow by J-Lo yeah wow, this isn't it
0: yeah and I would just make up my own little names for it because I got tired of saying this is like this is like the Jean Paul Gaultier you know I'd be yeah. like no this is ass in a glass you know like. <laughs> so my pitch was dope like it was dope yo but in this company I learned so much I learned how to do sales it was outside sales direct yeah. sales and if I didn't sell I didn't eat so I knew I had to fucking sell. how came up with icebreakers. i be like, hey, remember me? From yeah. that dream. <laughs> like, you know,
1: I would just say, wow. like,
0: hey, remember From me? From that dream. <laughs> it's coming true. You know, I just like, and that's how I would get people's attention, and
2: I would win them over with my personality, and I'd sell to them. This makes it, this explains so much why, because <laughs> if you've ever been to any of Vanetta's shows, she puts on a lot of shows in the city, or anything that she's doing, any event, she has all these people coming out and like this fan base and all these supporters and like, where where are these people coming from? Yo, I love You're selling the them rapport. on you and your
0: dreams. Yeah, I love building a rapport with people and that I, I feel like it's best to like if I'm the product, you know what I'm saying, I want people to get to know me, you know? So, I've learned that from the sales. I've learned that. I lost a lot in that business, but that business, like, I'm a lexicon of positivity because of it now. Um, Mm. Every day, we would start with, like, a positive quote or something. Uh, One of my favorite quotes is, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Um, Mm. Thomas Edison. And, you know, just like that really helped keep me going. So when I moved here and I found that I didn't really want to do the business anymore, I loved New York, but this was not the place to try to sell fake perfume. I mean, they're doing (laughs) it already on the corner. Mm -hmm. And me being from North Carolina was hard enough adjustment for me to try to get into New York, you know? So I left the company and I went back to waitressing yeah, <laughs> like went back to waitress and went back to Red Lobster and I started doing that and I was like, damn, I've always wanted to do this comedy thing you know, like I had done some like radio stuff, um, when I was in college and I was like, Well, you know, I did not know this and I did not know that So I looked up the classes for U C B and started doing U C B. Kinda went on my own and found a room from Craigslist and um like the guy was like a little sketchy, you know, but I was like, maybe it's just New York mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like Maybe three months in the sand there, the marshal knocks on the door and gives me five minutes to move my shit. Because a fire marshal? marshal? Yeah. Cause I the guy I had been like it was a slum lord and he was baiting me and like he wasn't paying the rent.
1: Uh, so I was paying rent to someone who and
0: who had already been evicted. pocketing the money. And he had already been evicted. And I had just paid for April. It was like April fifth or something.
2: You're paying for his April Jordans. Yo. How
0: like, much
1: money did you? Do this?
0: Uh, well, I lost my rent for that and all the month of rents I've been paying. I only had like 400 bucks when that happened. So I went oh to a gosh. motel and paid for that week. I was still waitressing. So like, Whoa. I just had to work myself out of that hole of, you know, waitressing, not being able to save because I'm paying like five, 600 bucks a week. And then I'm not from here. So I didn't know that they had rooms and stuff in the city that I could just get a room. I didn't know that. So I was living in a motel for like five months. I had no idea. I had no friends, didn't know nobody, nothing. And like, I would get taxis home, like, the taxi drivers would think I was like working, you know, there. Because yeah. it was like by the hours, they would be like yeah. asking me, you know, and it was crazy. And you're like, no. Yo, I've been through some shit since I've been yeah. in New York. Like, I've been, and this was all before I started stand up, you know, like, so I, would, I had the opportunity to go and like, Go back home. But I was like, no, nah, man, I'm going to stay. I'm going to work. it. you know, like, I can I can do this, you know. But that was hard. I've cried a lot. Wow. <laughs> when I was 18, I went to college, and I started acting crazy. Um, and was <laughs> that was college, man. I went to an amazing school. I went to UNC, first public institution in the nation. Oh, yeah. Um But it was my first time away from home and being so sheltered, um, I was just, I hit the ground running. I was like super involved. Mm -hmm. Like I was in every club. I was the only freshman on like the executive board of the Black Student Movement. Like I was Miss Freshman Black Student Movement as well. So like I was, I was head of the parliamentarian, like parliamentarian, whatever. I was that. I don't know what. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was also ahead of, like, the outreach and stuff. And then I was uh, Miss Freshman BSM. And then I got on the campus Y. I I did everything, but I did not go to class. Like, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I would go to clubs. I would do everything. When I went to class, it was just so... I mean, I went, but, like, I just... I wasn't there. Like, I don't know. I think it was just, like, I was so excited you were already be, doing
2: so much.
0: I was just doing the most and like partying and going to clubs and hanging out with people was just like so much fun. <laughs> and like I had been wow. in, yeah. So like my freshman year, man, my GPA was like a one point five. Whoa,
1: <laughs> Vanetta.
0: no. And I'm, I'm thinking like I would be fine. I have I forgot that it was cumulative yep. <laughs> like i'm starting out like this like that's how i started i changed my first major so many times it was like one anthropology then it was um psychology then i wanted to do like uh not poli sci what was it nah, um something different policy poli- public policy. public policy okay um Yeah, but I ended up keeping communication studies, and I did a minor in uh, creative writing and sexuality studies. Mm -hmm. So I took all those classes and all that, but because of my GPA, because I was getting my prereqs out, and that was when I had a bad, you know, so I just took all my major classes, and then my senior year, I had to take all those, like, bullshit classes that I didn't take, and I was struggling to pass those, and I went and got tested. I found out I had a learning disability. Wow. My senior year (laughs) Uh, it was crazy yeah so um i have a nonverbal learning disability uh, so how does that manifest manifest itself um in my uh, ability to retain and get um in my ability to do uh, like science and math and anything that's like not communications like anything Um, like it's uh it's weird, because even with technology stuff, like, I have, so, my website, right, someone put it together for me and all that, I I need help logging in with it. Like, I'm, like, illiterate when it comes, to like, technology kind of stuff, mm. but, like, I don't know, I, I think of all these amazing concepts, and I have, it. it's, like, some part right. of my brain is just super, like,
2: active, and all the juice goes there, and mm. it's, like, the creative... Spoken. So like the Stevie Wonder, like when one sense is taken away then yes. the other ones are heightened? Yes.
1: <laughs> when you were sleeping on your friend's couch, when you ended up in a motel, like was there a certain thing that you went back to for comfort? Is there is there an album? Is there a food? Is there a place? Is what what is there just a mindset you have to put yourself in? Is there like a specific kind of thing that brings you joy in those kind of lower, maybe a little bit disheartening moments?
0: definitely. I think music for me, I mean, it was, I I still have my faith and I've always had my faith in God and I've prayed through all this Mm -hmm. and cried a lot. Crying helps. Um, Mm -hmm. Crying, just it feels so good. It's taking your soul to the lunge mat. That's what someone said and I stuck with (laughs) Um, (laughs) it. But, uh, Songs have helped, and uh, there was one gospel um song, Marvin Sapp, not the time, not the place, just believe, keep the faith. That's like how it goes, and it was such a great song, um, so good, I, you know, and that was one song, and then Trey songs, just gotta make it, um, looking at you day after day, I know I just gotta make it, uh, just gotta make it, um, and a lot of those dreamer songs, um, in in, in hip hop and those things, and I've always found myself has been parallel to me in my journey, and you know. Um, but I love st- songs because they're so nostalgic. Because when you listen to them after you work through the thing, and after then, it's like more triumphant for you because it's like I remember exactly when I was snotting and, sh- and yeah. crying, like listening to this. Now i like, all right, you know what I'm saying? And just it's that perspective in itself, just to show yourself that you know, really, like you really got it. You know what I'm saying? Like do or do not. There is no try. You know, mm-hmm. like. That's Yoda. Absolutely. That's my homie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? And you only fail when you quit. Like, that's really what it is. Yeah. Like, no that when you're thinking Don't it, try. Like, for real. But people really think that it's like, oh, this is just an overnight thing or this is whatever. That's not what success is. Success is going from failure to failure not losing enthusiasm. That's what success is. You know, like, you have to have these things because, you know, everybody had some failures. Everybody had some that wasn't popping like Spike Lee has been making films for 30 years and just got nominated for Oscar now that's way long overdue and I know it's a lot of other shit with that but that was just like the first instance that came to my mind of someone that's been working their ass off and you know has really put that forth you know like so I think people just give up too quickly um that's just what it is You you can't give up
2: follow venetta on instagram at venetta.showfield and funnyhunnies.com that's f-u-n-n-y h-u-n-n-y-z dot com and if you enjoyed the show please leave us a review on itunes it helps the show grow like big beautiful water molecules or whatever
1: And, of course, make sure you're subscribed to easily download new episodes. I'm Trying is hosted, edited, produced, and scored by Janelle Dennis and me, Jacob Derwin. Our cover art was created by the fabulous Sammy Kappa. See more of her work at SammyKappa.com. That's S-A-M-I-C-A-P-P-A dot com.
2: And you can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at I'm Trying Show. And if you want, you can follow us individually at Janelle Dennis and Jacob Derwin.
1: If you've screwed up and or embarrassed yourself and are looking for help or pity, reach out to us on Twitter or email at imtryingshow at com, and our team of crisis experts us. will be more than happy to support you. Well, reasonably happy, right? Thank you so much for listening and in the words of Rihanna, please recognize, recognize I'm, I'm trying, trying baby. baby.
2: I've, I've been work work work, 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 work.
1: I think we got it. Yeah, okay.
2: the last work really adds yeah, up. Yeah, I
1: think so.